Welcome to the Road to Redemption podcast with your host, Cam Williamson. Each week, Cam sets out to shatter the labels and stigmas associated with mental health awareness by giving life lessons and raw overviews of events happening around the world. What is up, guys? Welcome back to this episode of the Road to Redemption podcast. I'm, as always, your grateful host, Cam Williamson. Great to be back with you. Today, you are going to effectively, immediately stop asking for permission and stop apologizing for the decisions, the things you do or don't do with your life. Boy, is that easier said than done, isn't it? Here's the thing. I feel bad about this episode. I'm going to come off as rude. I'm going to come off as selfish. I'm going to come off as a little cold-hearted. So can I start with the nice guy disclaimer? I'm sure that a lot of you have solid family and friends in your life. I hope you do. And all of them, when they say things to you, I genuinely believe that they are saying it from their best observation, what they think is best, those type of things, right? I don't assume that the people around you are solely toxic And they make every decision and every conversation you guys have is based off them trying to pull one over on you so you can't be at your best. I know that about a lot of you people, right? So let's just start at the general baseline of you all got good people around you. They give you advice. (coughs) Some of it you agree with, some of it you don't. But we're just going to assume that you're getting advice from people that care about you. So what does that mean? Well, we're going to stop asking the people in our life permission. Well, speaking candidly about my own life, the only person that I've ever sought to impress in my life, really, if if I'm being honest and I look back in hindsight over 31 years, I've wanted to impress women, whoever the romantic interest in my life is, and I want to impress my mom. Okay? Now, I'm a, I'm a man, and before that I was a boy. So the relationship between a boy and his mother is very complex. I grew up without a father around a lot of the time. So me and my mom have that very typical mother-son bond where we're very close. To this day, I call my mother three, four times a day. Just check in in the morning, check in in the afternoon, check in late evening, check in before she goes to bed. Why? Her health's not great. Right, We are very close, so we're very used to bouncing ideas and life choices and happenings off of each other, even though I live states away. right? That's a connection that I've kept very close throughout my entire life. And I've realized at a later part of my life that by doing that, I was also living for my mother in a lot of cases, where... This has affected relationships I've been in in the past without really knowing it. I've never been accused of being like a mama's boy or you care more about your mother than you care about me. It's never been the case. I usually live in a different state or a different city than my mother um, ever since I've been an adult. So it's not like we have an unhealthy relationship. But I have found myself at times having kids and marriages and trying to create this picture of my life so that way my mom feels like I'm good. Right. And I'm well taken care of by myself. And it wasn't until later in my life that I was like, she's not doing that to me. I'm doing that to me. 
So when I realized that about my own mother, I had to think, wow, there has to be a lot of other people who, whether it be your mother, your father, I know a lot of you, your grandparents are super important to you. My grandparents are super important to me. Making my grandmother, and he's deceased now, but my grandfather proud was a big thing, especially when my grandpa was alive. My grandpa was my male figure in my life, so anytime I would fuck up in life and catch a DUI or things would get bad and, you know, just words of my happening would make it back to my grandfather, I always knew that come Christmas time, I didn't have to worry whether or not I was going to be welcome. I didn't have to worry whether or not he was going to, like, treat me like shit or abuse me physically or emotionally in any way. But I knew I was going to have to fucking deal with that. And do you know what that's like when you have, especially a strong, confident man in a boy's life who doesn't otherwise have that? It's foundational. So, like, I was never afraid to disappoint my dad. I was afraid to upset my dad. And that's a big difference. Because you're scared of people if you don't want to upset them. I didn't want to disappoint my grandpa. I didn't want him to ever know that I was, you know, running away from the family I had created to drink in a hotel room. Those were things I I would have never wanted my grandfather to find out about me. And he usually did. Where my dad, I would talk to him and tell him, oh, I'm in a hotel room. You know, I'm getting drunk, whatever. And it's like, in that Those are the people that you don't ask permission from because they're typically letting you do your own thing, but you damn sure don't want to have to apologize to those people. And like, I never did anything directly to my grandfather, but I did things that I know he would not be proud of. So at some point, like, and I've done this, I did this with him. I remember one time in specific where in my first marriage, things were going very badly and I was, I had moved back home to my hometown of Columbus and I was in a bad way. Everyone knew I was drinking pretty much every single day. I was staying out all night and I was living with my mother again. And my grandparents had come. They live about an hour away. They had come to just see me. Well, my grandma did what she usually does and she's, you know, hugging me and treating me just like normal and she's acting like everything's okay. My grandfather's doing the same thing. He's found his spot on the couch. He's watching TV. He's not saying anything really. Well, then I stepped outside to smoke a cigarette and I hear the door open. I hadn't expected that because my grandmother's not coming outside in the middle of the winter. There's no reason to. My mother was inside doing whatever. I didn't expect it to be her, but it was my grandfather. And I was 20-something at the time, so, you know, he's going to give me shit for smoking, but he can't. I'm an adult. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing with that? And I was like, ah, you know, life gets hard. He's like, yeah, I hear. I hear that. And he sat down, and, like, I remember just the way he looked at me. And he goes, buddy, I know what you're going through. Trust me. I was young. I was married. I had kids. I wanted to drink. Like, I know what you're going through. He's like, but you got to cut this shit out. You got to cut it out with the drinking and driving. You got to cut it out with the making decisions that make you look dumb. And for the first time ever, you know, dumbass or dummy or something was usually one of the names that got tossed at me, whether it be by my father or my grandfather, but like dumbass. My grandfather would usually call me Cam Boy or Cam, but occasionally when I deserved it, dumbass was thrown in there too. But for the first time, He was looking at me going, Cam, you're not dumb. You do a lot of really dumb shit, but you're not dumb. 
And he's like, you upset your grandmother a lot when you do dumb shit. And that upsets me. He's like, I know you're going to be all right. You'll be fine. He's like, but you scare people. And when you scare people, then I have to deal with that. He's like, stop making me have to deal with shit. And that was his only way of being like, man, I love you. And you're scaring the fuck out of me. Please stop doing these things. Stop drinking and driving. Stop staying out all night. Stop doing the drugs people know you're doing, but we can't really talk about because we don't really know. Like, just stop doing all that shit. So then when it comes to, well, don't ask permission anymore. Am I giving you permission to go out and be a drug addict and a drunk and don't ask anyone's permission and fuck life off? And no, I'm not doing that. Don't do those things. I, I promise you from experience, there's no end to that. There's no rainbow at the end of that bottle or pill bottle or whatever it is you're using. There's not. What I mean by don't ask for permission and stop apologizing for life now that we've covered how much we can care about people and their impact in our life and their opinions. What I mean is when you wake up in the morning and you look at your surroundings, you look in the people that are in them, you have people who you care about and you have people that you're doing everything in your life for. If you have a plan in place or if you have an idea of what you think your life should look like and you you know based off who you are as a person and all the things you're capable of that you know how you're going to get that life and sometimes logistically you just have to figure some things out you don't need to get the permission of your mother your grandfather your grandmother your siblings your spouse you don't need permission to live the life that you believe is right for you when you have people that are around you and they're involving themselves in your life, this is one part of a relationship that everyone likes to forget, which is everyone is still a human being. We're adults and you can do whatever in the fuck you want to do. Whatever you want to do. You got a job and you want to not do that. You can quit your job. You don't need permission from your spouse, your mother, your grandfather. You don't. And it doesn't matter if you guys had a plan from middle school that you were going to work hard in high school and they were going to keep you accountable. You were going to get a scholarship to a good college. You were going to get into that college. You were going to graduate. You were going to go on to do whatever it is. And you've done that and you've built a family and you've got whatever. You wake up one day and you go, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be married. I don't want to do this. Now, if you have kids, you're going to be responsible for your kids. But it's like, you can still change your life. You can still become a single person again and, and get an apartment and start painting or whatever and figure that out as long as you're taking care of your kids, if you have them. But if you don't have kids, man, life is even more the limit. I, my life will always be restricted by kids. I don't believe in using your kids as an excuse not to live life. And there's another thing of stop apologizing for that, parents. Quit apologizing to people for taking time for yourself to make life what you want it to be. Don't apologize to your kids for it because then they're going to feel like they need to do the same. And don't apologize to the people around when they have to help you take care of your kids because you're out living life. Because then, guess what? In a sense, they do feel like you are indebted to them. And you're not indebted to anyone. People who help you take care of your kids, they should want to be around your kids. It shouldn't be this thing like, oh, let me do you this favor while you go out and live life that you should be allowed to live, even if you have a family, let me be around your kids. And if you have other things to do, that's perfectly fine. 
right? This is where not asking for permission comes back in because in life, some people's stance is conditional. I will help you and I will help you with your kids as long as you are doing these things or being around these people or are not doing these things and being around these people. Well, when you're a grown adult and you have kids, you make adult decisions that have nothing to do with your kids. When that happens and people in your life see that, whether it be substances, relationships, hobbies, career changes, location changes, whatever, People are going to have opinions. They're going to have opinions based off their religious beliefs, how they came up systemically, how their life looks currently, how they wish their life looked currently. What do the Joneses around them seem to have going on? All these things weigh into people's life advice that they give you. And really very, 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 almost none of it has anything directly to do with you and your situation. Because most people never know the whole situation if you're on the outside, right? Getting advice from people I'm learning as I get older is almost completely useless, right? Unless you're getting advice from a licensed therapist, a doctor, something like that on how a part of you that you don't have the education to understand operates, it's really not a good idea for you to purge yourself to another person and be like, these are all my problems. This is the way I want my life to go. I can't make it go that way. And I don't know what to do, right? It's not a bad thing to get that out. But most people in our day-to-day -day lives don't have the ability to help you solve most of those problems within the snap of a finger. You're adding a lot of stress to a lot of people's lives by doing this thing. Sometimes you're just simply complaining at them, which is not helpful to anyone. And then at the same token, if you find yourself at a place where you're going, this is what I really want to do with my life. And then they're giving you heat back on that. Well, you're still left either going, well, fuck, it's still what I want to do with my life. People just don't think it's a good idea. Still what I want to do. This person just doesn't think it's a good idea. I care about this person. I should care what they think. But this is what this is my life. So it's either I have to not care at all about your opinion and the advice you just gave me or I I have to not do what I know is right for me. Or you can just completely leave people out of it. <coughs> Whatever you want to do, go for it. Don't talk about it. And here's the hard thing about that. When you're not asking for permission, you don't get celebrated a lot. When you don't involve people in your day-to-day -day decision makings and you don't tell them about the things you're going for and you don't tell them when you win, you don't tell them when you lose. Sure, it's great. People don't talk shit about you every time you catch a failure because as, as we know, especially in business and in life, we catch L's. Sometimes it happens. You don't have to sit there and talk about them once they're done, though. You don't have to ruminate about them. You don't have to have people going, oh, are you okay? Because they don't know. It's you, yourself, and you, dealing with life, not asking for permission, not making apologies for anything you do. Whatever comes out of your mouth, make it authentic. Make it from the heart so you're always speaking authentically and you're ready to back up anything you do say. And other than that, man, just stand in your own fucking space. 
figure life out in the sense of when you when you show up places, you know 10 steps ahead what you're going to do, how you're going to handle that situation, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, and what middle ground do you have to play in. Here's the things I have a hard stance on. I will always do these things. I will never do these things. Here's the opposite side of that, which is like, here's all my responsibilities and the things I have to do on a daily basis. And then there's a whole middle ground there between what I can and am willing to do, my responsibilities, and then all the other things that make up life. You don't have to ask anyone permission for any of those things. You have to handle your responsibilities, who you are as a person and what you're able and willing to do will completely be dictated by you and who you genuinely are. Life will put you in all these other situations to help you guide you along. My thing is don't wait so long to realize you're way more powerful than you than you think you are and you can handle more than you think you can get through the bad times going for bigger means bigger challenges and bigger emotions and bigger gambles and bigger wins bigger losses these are things that come with chasing a great life and i'm telling you it sucks it's heavy a lot of it can be very heavy especially if you're a sensitive person like myself but again i think we all under the human condition have this thing where we know greatness is out there and we know what it tastes like in small doses and some of us get bit by a bug where we can never not chase the ultimate in life. And that's what we do here. We're going to chase it. And we're going to talk about the struggle so that way we can overcome it. I love you. Thumbs up the video. Subscribe. And I'll see you in the next one. I love you.